the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Prevent your users from leaving that horrible one-star rating. HelpShift offers the easiest way to collect user feedback, bug reporting, and more without users ever having to leave your app. Plus, you can even get a customizable help center and unlimited FAQs. And the best part, it's all free. Get started today by going to helpshift.com slash appmasters. That once again is helpshift.com slash appmasters. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Coming up, you're going to discover how a simple tweak to a paywall led to a 269% increase in revenue. Stay tuned. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com. And in this video, I got a phenomenal app developer, indie app developer, who's going to share a cool case study that he just experimented with. And William, what do you think? Calling this intent-based conversion type of mindset? Yeah, I'd say intent-based conversion is pretty good. This particular experiment, it, it relates to like essentially user behavior after the onboarding and sort of their desires or intent when they're going to make a purchase or to a subscription at that point. So the A-B test is essentially, everybody knows, well, most people should know by now that you should have your paywall, your pricing page during the onboarding process. So William has that obviously, and he has a free trial. So that's both are there for the AB and then the AB, the test now is after the onboarding, if a user does not subscribe to one of your free trials, William decided to test, should I keep the free trial or should I remove the free trial? So we're going to discover his results right now. I'll sort of explain kind of the theory of why we tested it. I was just thinking in the context of myself as a user, if I'd been using a product as like for a very long time. And at this point now, I'm curious what the paid features are like. If I was offered a free trial, I might just start a free trial and immediately cancel it. And sort of after my curiosity was dissolved, if the free product was still good, I would just go back and use the free product. Um, so wanted to, yeah, I wanted to try making it. So we also showed only the paid options immediately. And so this is, uh, this is sort of the breakdown. So the baseline case is where we continue to offer a free trial after the onboarding. And then of course, no trial after onboarding. And if you immediately look at this data, you'll see there was 703, this is free trial activations. And this here is actual immediate purchases. Um, and if you get it set up, so you have like the subscription events from Apple getting piped into your analytics, then you can actually see, so like in this case, of these users that were starting free trials after onboarding, 703, only 138 went on to actually become like a true paying subscriber. And we can break this down by the month here as well, uh, like monthly versus wow. yearly. And so you can see here, so like the did renew on this yearly, so that's 102 on the baseline versus 244 uh, immediate payments in the no trial case. And then I also, I just put this in a spreadsheet to show the difference of revenue. 
So, so yeah, you can see here the, the no trial case, there are 244 activations leading to, of course, 244 subscriptions and then monthly, then applied these revenue differences. And in one cohort uh, that had no trial, $11,000 of revenue. And then with the trial, it only generated 4,000 of revenue. Yeah, 269%. I know that we did a case study where we tested, you know, free trial versus no free trial on the onboarding paywall. We obviously saw a way better success with a trial on the onboarding, but I love this experiment because after they made it and now it's almost like if they've stuck around long enough, they're probably going to pay you because I don't know if you have this stat, William, but we found that this is an older stat, but only 25% of your first opens come back the second time. And so what your data predicts is like, what your data is kind of telling me the story I'm kind of getting from this data is that if a user uses your app and is loving it, they're going to probably just end up paying you. And now when I saw those percentages of the activations, they're pretty much the same. They're like 0.27 or 0.37. So there wasn't a subtle difference. It's just one is a hundred percent paying customer. The other one yeah, is like a 20% paying customer, 20 to 30%. Oh yeah, for sure. How would you summarize what this data is telling you? What is, what are the key learnings here? Yeah. So I would say particularly like if the user is going to subscribe later down funnel, you probably got them to the point where they actually want to buy. And so at that exact moment, they will immediately pay for your subscription. And almost the same amount of people will either activate a free trial or subscription. So at that point, you may as well just bill them immediately. And it doesn't, it doesn't result in much of a reduction of people who are willing to subscribe at that point. Of course, just like every app is different, the longevity of the app and the overall retention. So depending on yeah, how much you want to like try to paywall them at any given point. That was my question to you is, are you, are the features like restricted on the free version? Are you doing anything to make sure that they see the paywall as they're coming back the second, the third, the fourth time? So for most of our paywalls, we have them, yeah, specifically on features. So we, we do like every X number of app sessions, we, sh we will just show the paywall again. But then, yeah, like you tap to use a specific feature and then it will show the paywall, tap to use another like premium feature, show the paywall. So most users, if they're an engaged user of the app, they will want, they, they should know like there is an additional premium tier. William, based off of this data, I've been actually thinking about doing more intent-based. I think you were the one who told me about this too, about intent-based and you see these apps that like Endo, for example, that will give you three days worth of access. I think they've changed the model a little bit, but they'll give you three days. So you go through the paywall, you can X out, and then you have a time limited type of free trial on, you know, like usage of the app. So you unlock all the premium features for a time-based model. But based off of our conversation, I started thinking about like, oh, maybe we should make it more intent-based, like more based on usage rather than time. Because I, if I know that you use my app for three times and you're more likely to pay, then shoot, here, take all the time you need, but you can only use it for three, time, three times versus being like, you only have seven days to use it. And I don't know how many times you're actually going to use the app. What are your thoughts on that? We've sort of been thinking about, yeah, usage-based paywalling versus like feature-based paywalling and sort of the interesting case of like the usage base. And that would be like, like my analytics service. So I use Mixpanel. So they give all free users, you can get a hundred thousand monthly tracked users for free. And if you want more, more than that, you have to pay money. 
So they're basically at that point getting all of the users that have the highest intent to pay, and they're likely going to keep paying and have very high subscription retention. So, so long as the product is actually good, but it probably is if they're using it all the time. I heard this idea discussed. Normally the usage-based paywalling has higher retention, like subscription retention. So it reduces churn overall than feature-based paywalling. Because then in, in the feature-based paywall, what can happen is in, in a year, when you get a reminder that your subscription's coming up, you're like, oh, I'm not using these extra features, I can cancel. But anyone who's heavily using it, they will renew because they're probably still going to be heavily using it. So we're gonna try doing some usage-based experiments next. Maybe the potential downsides of usage-based experiments, uh, or usage-based paywalling rather, is that if you get too kind of, uh, let's say too greedy on your usage paywall, then people might not share it with their friends. And so there's sort of that virality you could lose out on if you're yeah, just too aggressive with your paywalling. I think the same way too. And I think even for like an app like yours, and I don't want to like share what the app is, but like an app like yours, I can understand a feature-based one, but we have one of our apps that, you know, Apple actually said you can't, we're doing a hard paywall, meaning you can't use the app unless you pay. Apple said you can't do that anymore. And so one of the things I was thinking about was more of a, a usage based one because all the features are unlocked. There's no premium features, but you get to use it for three times. So like a journaling app, for example, maybe I'll unlock all features, but you can only have three journals versus an app like yours where I think, yeah, it makes sense. Like a video editor, for example, where you might want premium features. So like the basic editing things are there, but like the premium features, okay, you're going to have to pay for it. I think that makes sense to do a feature base versus an intent base. But if you've got, I think it just depends on the app. Yeah, for sure. And then of course, of course, the best is you, uh, you run an AB test, you track both cases and see the, the performance. William, anything else you want to add? Uh, I think that's, that's more or less good. Um, yeah, I've also, I've just enjoyed being a member of your Facebook group, get some value out of there and, and just your live streams and everything. Thanks, William. Really appreciate this. And I'm so glad you posted this because I was like, it was such an interesting study and got me really thinking about other things like this intent-based usage-based stuff, even not just in the app space, but everything else. So thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you. Oh yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for watching and I'll see you on the next video. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.